Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Eight-year-old son, 104.6 fever last night. Oh no! So, and last week Harper had it, uh, and we thought, man, we're going to get away with this. Nobody else has gotten sick, and now he's got a very high fever. So, it, it kind of is what it is. But that, that's kind of the, uh, I guess, the negative of being stuck in a house together for a week solid and not getting out. So that's yeah. At his age, he'll just roll off like yeah. Teflon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, what Lord. is it exactly? Do you know? We don't know. I, we hadn't taken him to the walk-in clinic or anything. I mean, it's headache fever, so probably flu, I would guess. So. Okay. Well, I love you. You stay on that side of the room today. Okay? Oh, absolutely. No, no, no. We, I, I have kept my social distance. Uh, mom, has, mom took care of him, so I, I've kind of tried to... She knows I have to work this week, so I, I kind of stay away. Here we go, live from Louisiana. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Monte Roulon. <laughs> What's, it's 31 here. Let Ms. the good times roll. Yeah, it's 31 degrees here, Mr. York. What's the weather like down there? Getting around the 70s. Wow. Dang you. A wow. nice warm wave. Oh, wow. All right. <sighs> And regular special guest dude, Wednesday and Thursdays, Debbie Matthews. How are you? Good morning, fine friends. I'm good. I'm good. How, glad to be here. Glad to have you. How was your Christmas? It was good. It was really good. Low key, you know, just but really good. Didn't have to travel, which is a nice thing. Which is really nice. Because when you travel, it's like a job unless you're going to New Orleans to like Jim, you know. Which is Well, it's not good, good traveling because all the flights are canceled. My two daughters had to take a a rental car back home this morning because they couldn't well, get a flight out. As someone that worked for a major airline for 11 years, when I had to work where every flight out of LaGuardia was canceled Christmas Eve, which they had a flight every 30 minutes, which means it just compounded people. I have seen people throw trash cans at gate agents. I've seen them slap them. I've seen them cuss them. I've seen airline employees going to the bathroom and change out of their uniform so they could leave the airport without somebody hurting them, you know? So once it goes down, it's sort of a domino effect, and it affects yeah. everything. Southwest yeah. canceled about 2,700 mm-hmm. flights, I think, this yeah. week. Which means so crews far. are not where they're supposed to be. Planes are not Nobody where they're supposed, is where to be. supposed to be. Right. And so it just is like, I'm not so sure this was not a cyber attack somewhere because they're saying it's a system they, problem. They, they said their system is so old uh, that it, it, they, uh, they, definitely, uh, they definitely need some upgrading in their I no, guess, It doesn't happen like this on just an upgrade. Something. But, I, I personally think something happened. Well, people. People can't even call in to get Mm-mm. information. No, uh-uh. there's no answer, no contact. Well, there's no, no there there right. is no information because again, one flight let's say holds 230 people, right? And if it cancels, that means you've got 230 people that you've got to try to replace on a plane that are already full. And then that plane, let's say, was going from Boston to Baltimore to pick up another 230 people that were going to connect to places beyond. I mean, it is just mayhem. It's yeah. just no way to to fix it easy. Even if it was just one city and one day, this is system wide. So our oldest boy had to be uh, on a five o'clock flight this past Friday morning to go see his grandfather in Florida. That flight got canceled, so they moved into an eight o'clock flight. Uh-huh. Instead of flying into Tampa, they moved it to Orlando. Uh-huh. That flight got canceled. Uh-huh. Finally, at nine o five, he got onto a flight, got to Orlando. 
their flight from there, they're going up to upstate New York to uh, visit some of their family. Had to take a night. It took a nineteen-hour drive to get there. Right. It, it's just not. Does it miss the commit? Commi- you know the connection. You just. Well, I mean, it, it, well, in one situation they had in Nashville was they went from a they had to change planes, so right. they went from one hundred and seventy plus seats to one hundred and thirty. Right. That meant forty people didn't make their flight. That's right. And you know. just. Yeah, kind of like you were talking about. Tiffany was saying the behavior of some of the people. It was just insane. Well, so one thing about this, if it were weather delays and a cancellation, then the airlines are not responsible to put people up. Right. But if it is a system failure, then they're they're going to have Southwest is going to have to put people in hotels. Yeah, and we don't know where his luggage is at, by the way. There's no, no there's yeah. no telling. It's a miracle on how the flights work in this country on a daily basis and people get their luggage and they make their connections i mean it is a it's a miracle but if one flight goes down much less a whole system you know uh, um you know it's a domino effect there was a flight attendant talking this morning she said i'm ready to report but i have no schedule so i'm just going to go in and so there's pools of pilots and flight attendants just sitting at the airport because they don't know what plane to get on or where to go you know, so it's um, it's a mess. We need to get our friend Jason Gellum on. He could maybe give. Yeah, yeah. He's probably you, you, stranded you know I mean? somewhere. Yeah, I bet yeah. he I, he he may be listening, uh, but he may be stranded. I know he's like, been flying a lot lately. He said he, yeah. so. Yeah, that, that that would be interesting to get his perspective yeah. of what is going on with Southwest. Yeah. Yes, it but, would. Um, you know, and, and I can remember. I I just remember Christmas Eve. New U.S. Air had flights that were the northeast corridor f- flights every 30 minutes leaving out of LaGuardia, and LaGuardia went down. And it was like these New Yorkers, man, were – oh, it was a mess. And you and then you have to tell them, and you have no information if you're work. I worked the phones for a long time. Um, you just don't – there's nowhere to put them. You don't know what's going on. You know, you have to rely on the airport, and it's mayhem. And and there were full trash cans thrown at people. I mean, assaults. It was a mess. So, mm. so another thirty five hundred flights have been canceled by Southwest today. Yeah, and to, <laughs> and tomorrow, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think it's Peace through the end of the year. Christmas, I think they Peace said this love. whole week they're just going to do a, a like forty percent. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Peace and love. Peace and love. I mean, there's a lot of people affected. Uh, I saw a lot of Tennessee fans who were supposed to be going down to Miami for the Orange Bowl on Friday, and they're already making plans to rent cars or just get in their own vehicle and go because their flight's been canceled. And so, yeah, I mean, it's it's affecting people everywhere across the country, specifically down here in the southeast, uh, because, yeah, I, I know a few folks that were planning on going down, and now they're going to be driving to Miami instead of flying. So. Yeah. Well, I hope everybody has safe travels, regardless of their mode of transportation. But yeah. then the car industry is going to be a mess because they're going to have all these one-way cars going to destinations, and then you'll have no inventory here because it's all somewhere else. That's right. Know? Yeah. So, Yeah. And they'll right. be charging exorbitant fees. Yes, you're, that's why there's a big drop-off charge going away. Did your daughters have to? Was it expensive for them to get those cars to go home? Uh, I didn't check with what what they spent, but they had the rental car. Yeah, they're lucky to have gotten one. I think so. Yeah, that's good. Because I, I saw people on the news say they were trying the bus. The buses were full. They tried the train. The trains were full. And they were trying to get rental cars. Now, this is just one carrier. Could you imagine if all U.S. Well, Southwest is trying to filter people onto American Airlines or, you know, everybody well, else. Yeah. But those the flights are full because too. it's because it's the holidays. So even if Southwest paid triple for a seat for one of their passengers to go on American, there's just no seats, right? So that's yeah. the they, that's the big problem. They had other airlines that they booked with, and they cancel also. Yep. What a disaster. It is. Well, it's just, uh, you know, a major winter storm affecting the entire country right before Christmas. Yes. Um, What was it, a a century? It's a century storm? It hasn't happened in a century? I don't know, but I think think one of the uh, aspects of it that's not mentioned much, as I've seen it mentioned occasionally, the fact it did so much and caused so many problems because it was so widespread. Right. The entire country froze at the same right. time. We're not talking about, you know, the southeast got a big storm or the upstate New York got a big storm. The entire country had a major weather event at the same time. And that's what 
really gets you. On Christmas Day, on Christmas Day, the Miami Dolphins were at home playing the Green Bay Packers, and they sent on television. It was 45 degrees, which was much better than the seven degrees that it was in Green Bay, Wisconsin. But 45 degrees was like the second coldest Christmas on record in Miami in like the past 50 years. So yeah, I mean, it, it literally touched every part of the U.S. Yeah, yes. and that's. It's, oh, I'm sorry, Miss York. I was going to say, they're still finding people dead in their vehicles up on the East Coast now. They are. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, that's why. That's one of the reasons TVA cited as their need for brownouts. And not only was it a major weather event, but it was a major weather event affecting their entire service area from west to east, from north to south. So every house, every business in their service area at the same time was demanding electricity to keep warm and so uh that that's the major you know usually these events will you know will affect the eastern portion or the western portion or they'll roll through you know and this one just came in and got everybody everywhere someone that works at a utility i won't say which one told me that tva had pridefully said not too long ago in a board meeting that they would never do rolling brownouts or blackouts and it it just was they had to they just had to this time there we go ho 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 this uh the week we had a listener that brought up a good point has has anybody heard from pete Buttigieg as far as his transportation i think he's still on vacation in turkey right oh yeah he's somewhere he's in europe on vacation okay okay (laughs) but they're still investigating uh according to him early on he was investigating what was going on with the airlines yeah i mean what's going on is we had the baddest ass storm we've had <laughs> in a long time nationwide i mean it's not rocket science well uh, some of that some of that stuff delk is is inflicted by the airlines themselves you know they got a whole pot load of money from the COVID period and they were supposed to do certain things and i don't know if that came to fruition so you know they they, they gonna look at it i i don't think there was any way around this just, I mean, they can't uh, stop the weather. But no, but there's you, other but things you have, that they can do. You have people that stand the at the gates. Plan. Well, you have people that stand at the gates and demand airline employees to do something about the weather. You know, and there's people that feel like that they can travel and the weather's not going to affect them, i.e. Kobe Bryant, because they were told that that was bad weather to fly in. But if you can get a plane and get it done, you know, people scream and yell about the weather, and there's not one thing anybody can do about it. You know, you just have to sit back and and rest. Now, that's that's one thing, doing traveling around the world. People from other countries understand travel delays much better than Americans do. I mean, that's for sure. We're an impatient society. Very much. Yeah, remember yeah, the W.C. Fields movie, you know, it's not a fit night out for man or beast. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it ain't fit, don't go out. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> but the also the thing is the contingency plans that airlines have when there's bad weather in one area and not in another area and where their pilots at pilot the planes a lot of planes are just sitting in certain airports with no pilots whatsoever yeah well yeah because yeah because everybody's mismatched yeah the plane landed one place and the pilot and crew ended up getting grounded another place they'll call in a pilot in that area but it's going to take a little while and it's going to be a delay but they'll get that part done you all know? right well let's take a break and uh come back and talk about whatever that it's always the period between christmas and new year's is always sort of a uh uh, a, a different time uh, folks if you want to contact us Twitter is the way we'd love to hear from you uh, we are at WKOM WKRM at WKOM WKRM on Twitter and we'd love to hear from you alright let's take a break and come back
Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory-certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Is your family looking for a new primary health care provider, or did you wake up feeling poorly? Give Northside Medical Professionals a call. We also have facial gift cards available for Christmas gifts. We have two Columbia locations to serve you on Nashville Highway and Trotwood Avenue. We have same-day walk-in spots available, and we are taking new patients. Our caring staff is ready to help you with all your health care needs. Call 540-4210 or visit northsidemedicalprofessionals.com today. With a view, Wednesday edition between Christmas and New Year's. My name's Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How's it going? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, live from Louisiana, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest, dude, Debbie Matthews. How are you? Good morning. We're playing good music this morning. It's really good. Well, and, and Debbie brought up a good point during the break that I think a lot of people need to uh, 
to, to listen to, which is put some identification inside of your bag when you're traveling. Because uh. the, I do believe uh, you're right. Those those tickets on or that are attached to your bag on the outside, I could see how they could get torn up or. Even if you've got a nice buckled one, that's it, those get disconnected. So uh, always put something inside of your luggage that has your name and address and telephone number. So if your bag gets lost and the t- tag gets torn, they'll get it back to you. It may take a while, but they'll get it back to you. Because they don't want to have to pay the insurance claim on it, you know? Sure. Or There's you, also electronic trackers you can put inside your bag now. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's going to be hard for them to... I know, I know I know that it happens every so often, but man, have you ever tried to take one of those baggage tags off from the airlines? When you purposely want to remove it, <laughs> when you're yeah. trying to take it off. Yeah. Now, one fun fact is is cold weather is not bad. It's it's ice they ha- can deal with, but cold weather's not the worst thing for a plane to fly in. Extremely hot weather is where planes really have trouble because it affects lift. So, like. Arizona in the summertime, all that. So it's it's harder on flights in the excessive heat than it is cold. And I tell you something that a lot of our listeners may not realize and know, but uh, dude number three used to fly quite a bit. Yeah, I, I used to, I was just a recreational or a weekend pilot, but um, yeah, I mean it's small planes and they it can be fun and you can do, have a lot of good adventures in one. I, I don't fly anymore. Um, you had your own landing strip out of your place, didn't you? I did, and actually, both of my children uh, have their pilot's licenses, and uh, we had a little plane we kept out there on the farm in a hangar, but um, my children got grown and very busy, and they quit flying, and then my wife uh, said that flying in the little plane hurt her back, and I'm sure it did, and so I didn't have anybody to play with anymore and the plane just sort of sat there and we eventually sold it so it's fun that's neat though that is. is very neat i took 12 hours i wanted to be a pilot and i took 12 hours and i i have a inner ear thing i can't i can't do it without getting sick so oh, you were a top gun he was no, a top no, gun. no 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 i was a weekend gun uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no 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 yeah no i had no no high performance aircraft mm. Uh, that that would be a real adventure to say the least. Um, yeah, and I, but but uh, general aviation, small planes are a good way to get around. Yeah, uh, and the modern electronics that are available at a very modest price to go in the cockpit these days uh, make uh, general aviation planes more able to travel more frequently as you always know what's going on around you in terms of weather snow ice rain thunderstorms fronts you can see it all there in a display in the cockpit as well as see where other planes are located and and of course using gps easily navigate where that used to be sort of problem be sitting there with one hand on the on the yoke another hand on a map and then you're trying to get a protractor and a Measuring uh, you know, a ruler <laughs> that and could the be planes an bouncing and figure out where the hell you are. Yeah, that, that, that was one of those things that you know that they used to say. You know, as a pilot, you're trying to hit a moving target. Yeah. You know, you if you're flying, especially if you're flying over an hour or something like that, that target you're trying to land it is actually moving almost a thousand miles an hour, wow. even though we're we don't notice it. Yeah, you could be out there trying to figure out where, where in the hell you are and and. Modern electronics have solved that, and they're they're very modestly priced. When they, they so a lot of that was available back in the day, but it was you know, hundred thousand dollars or something. Yeah, outrageous. Now now you you know three four hundred dollars, and you're uh, as good to go as an airliner. You know, so, so it, make, it makes a big difference. There's a, you know, people were asking what happens with the bags and how long that it takes but if they can't find the owner of a bag it ends up in alabama i'm trying to remember the name it's down around huntsville i think it's it's a small town and i'll it'll come to me in a minute but there's actually a website called unclaimedbaggage.com where they're selling things i mean even luxury purses and and clothing and all of that that ends up down there that they can't you know they can't find the owner etc so jewelry all sorts of stuff but it's worth the trip down there uh, to see or 
or to go to the website, unclaimedbaggage.com. Well, I'll tell you what, as a 30-year veteran prosecutor in Middle Tennessee, I can tell you what else ends up in North Alabama every damn time. <laughs> Which is? <laughs> oh, these these guys, I mean, it's a, it's a business. They just... You know, they find a, a tractor trailer that's parked somewhere without a, you know, without a truck attached to it, and it's got whatever a load of washing machines, a load of bicycles, whatever. They just hook it up. And they every last one of them head right down to North Alabama, where people would just walk right in the back of the trailer, you know, and they they would use that as their store. You know, nobody Mercy. ever asked. Mercy. Apparently, you know. Uh, I was you got a whole tractor trailer load of Whirlpool washing machines. You know? <laughs> Yeah, but like I was saying, though, those tractors are from $7 up to $129. You can put them in your bag, and, and that's a good way for folks to make a healthy investment with the travel a lot. We, we had a listener that just messaged and said that uh, the town where the unclaimed bag, baggage goes is Scottsboro, yes, that's Alabama. Right. That's right, Scottsboro. So. Yes, and it's uh, it's fun to go down there. Uh, Northern Alabama seems to have a knack for moving unusual goods. Well, <laughs> yeah. Like Grundy County for cars, huh? Well, they, they that used to be. Of course, you know what my theory is, Mr. York, is they're going to be back in business because as uh, as uh, you know, internal gasoline-powered cars become less and less available, uh, we're going to become like Cuba. And what Grundy County was really good at was, you know, taking uh, half of one car and half another car that's been wrecked, you know, welding them together, making one new car. And uh, that's where we're going to go back to because nobody wants to uh, drive these EVs. And uh, think about the EVs in the ice. Everything's, everything's plastic on a car or, or some kind of a rubber. So. You can't weld it back together. Oh, those Grundy County boys, if they've got they're innovators. They've got Mr. some epoxy. They're, they're innovators. They'll figure a way out. <laughs> They'll figure a way out. Oh, but but there is good news though. The federal government announced they're gonna give a seventy five hundred dollar credit for anybody that buys an E V. So if you're looking to buy a hundred and forty thousand uh, dollar lyric up the uh, up the road, you can get, get it now for a hundred and thirty two five. So there you go. Well, well I bet the, you could buy one from somebody stuck on the turnpike. Do I do I miss York? What are the economy price cars? Everything's not gonna be on the high end. No, I mean a full E V, uh, I'd say what, forty or fifty thousand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sixty, I think. So I mean you're still looking at I think the vote the the vote uh what, thirty nine thousand, something like that. Yeah, but a replacement battery is going to cost you twenty nine. <laughs> at seventy thousand well, miles. That. Yeah, at seventy thousand miles. Well, but there'll be a lot of people selling their EVs that got stuck in the snow, and their battery went dead. So you'll get a deal it's here. Like the Polaroid camera, you know, Polaroids were very expensive. Nobody could take a picture, and then they developed and developed and developed, and now you got throwaway cameras. Yeah, disposable. Well, I'm looking here, folks. Speaking of EVs, every last one of these things runs on a lithium-ion battery, and those require cobalt. Yes. Cobalt is mined uh, three-fourths of the world's cobalt, or maybe more. I'm looking at an article right now. uh, Comes out of the Congo. Yes. The Chinese own all the cobalt mines there. Yes. They employ child labor for a dollar a day to, and you ought to see these pictures. Yeah, it's it's, awful. um, I mean, it's slavery. Yes, it's slavery. Yes. And and these poor kids working in these mines, and we have to have the cobalt or we've got no batteries, and this is the consequence. We've got uh, the Chinese profiting on the backs of children at a dollar a day working them in mines with no safety no safety equipment no no, no regard for their health and uh so every time you fire excuse me fire up that ev well you're, and uh, you're those... literally uh oppressing and killing a child in africa well firing up an ev that's the thing after the hurricane that came in uh there are firemen all over of the internet talking about how these batteries would just ignite and that you can't put them out i mean they are burning they had they ejected somebody for an, a lithium battery off of a plane last week because they can ignite you know it's, sure. it's a flame it's a fire situation oh, too, three thousand degrees is how hot yeah. they burn but again anyway, this is chinese here. technology 
and we're sacrificing our fuel well, technology. Chinese extraction. Mm. Uh, yes. Before any, anyone knew what was happening, the Chinese government, Chinese mining companies, took, took control of almost all of the cobalt mines in the Congo, and the local population has been displaced uh, and are under duress. They dig in absolutely subhuman gut-wrenching conditions for a dollar a day. It's not even a dollar an hour. For a dollar a day, feeding cobalt up the supply chain into all the phones, tablets, and electric cars around the world. Uh, you know, this is this is the silly consequences of the kind of thing we're doing. Same thing for gold, Del. Same, you know, they did exploited African countries for their gold deposits and use child labor and whatever you know that's 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 been part of exploitation programs of many countries including the united states to do things like that you know i think the u.s the important difference is the american government has never mandated that anybody buy gold uh they're now man effectively mandating that the american people buy cobalt by mandating that they drive electric vehicles. I think the U.S. should be like the U.S. has always been. We don't go to the metric system and we stay on our fossil fuels, make them more efficient, and stay independent, energy independent, and let the rest of the world do what they're going to do under China. And we just keep on trucking along. I think that's, that's a losing I'm, argument, Debbie. Uh, the don't, the no. coin's already been turned. Well, then China has turned that, and I don't think that that's yeah. good for us. Well, that's a new factor, too. The Chinese didn't used to own the mines, and this is going to enrich the Chinese. And also, folks, you know, the, the new colonialism in, uh, in Africa is China. Yes. Uh, and they don't give a damn about being nice or playing nice in the sandbox or not exploiting people uh they are rapidly occupying all of africa and uh, they are the new colonialist and they're mistreating people horribly just as they are in these cobalt mines and uh, so you know this is this is the consequences of idiotic democratic rule so uh, not really I'm not so, really I'm it's because so, of isolationism dealt no, and 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 and, the, and they were s whole countries. Remember, so China got there first, and every country that does that, they'll do the same thing. They get there first on the pretenses of helping the folk, and the next thing you know, they're exploiting the folk, just like this country was found. The same thing, and well, and then and then they continue, continue. Now they got a lock on stuff that the whole world needs, and they're not going to give it up lightly. Mr. York, the implication of what you're saying is is that the United States uh, companies should be buying and operating these mines. Well, that's simply not going to happen uh, because the Chinese uh, are willing to buy them and operate them so much more cheaply, paying a dollar a day, whereas an American company, uh, would, that would be illegal for an American company to do. And so now American companies uh, can't compete with the Chinese in Africa, and they're leaving. And you know, I query whether we really want American company. You know, to to have American companies compete, we would have to tell them it's okay to uh, hire children for a dollar a day. And I don't. Well, they do it in Mexico, Dell. They've always no, had they... low wages in Mexico, and we have American companies there. You know, we can't control what goes on in those other countries necessarily. We can c- control what goes on on the shores here, but there's no governing rules to tell another country. What wages and what how to treat their people? If well, we got a no, company you're in talking there. about Miss York again. You're talking about American companies operating on foreign soil. They are we Americans are unique. We have the Foreign Practices Act, which means that American companies operating in foreign countries have to employ, have to do business by American rules, even if that activity may be legal in the foreign country we're talking about. And so we still buying Nike shoes, Dell. Mr. York, it, it's <laughs> no, Nike's buying. Well, so uh, it's such Nike, situational ethics, and, Jim. And, you sound like you're okay with all York, this. You just, I'm, I love you, but you just don't know what you're talking about. The way that works, here's how you get around the American Foreign Practices Act. Uh, you don't have your own factories in the foreign country. You you buy your uh, Nike shoes from the Chinese Shoe Corporation or whatever, 
and and but no employee of an American company ever touches them in the foreign country. They show up in a shipping container out in Tacoma, Washington, and uh, there are, you know, and, and, uh, when- the bottom line is still the same, Delt. They're exploiting people in other foreign countries, and we're getting the benefits of it. Well, the bottom line was your implication that 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 we uh, Americans with America First did not do our best to go in and exploit and colonize uh, Africa, and the Chinese got ahead of us. And the bottom, and, that, and that's what happened. We were not friendly. Well, not, the bottom not necessarily line is, exploit them, but the, they we were not friendly to those countries, and they let people that came in under the pretense of helping them. Mr. York, and, understand basic economics. We were not. We do not. We're not going to let our companies pay children a dollar a day in Africa. It's illegal for an American company to do that. So it may be illegal, but it doesn't stop it from happening. Because we do that's it in right. This because the Chinese are willing to do it, and that's you know that's just a fact. And so we buy cobalt it, from the Chinese. And back and to we, immigrant labor here, we do that here. No, we do not pay children a dollar a day. We do not work children in this country. We do not let American companies do that abroad, Mr. York. Are we at break time again? Yeah, we're at break. Let's do it. I beg to differ. There's so much going on in this world, we don't know everything that's happening. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Terry, registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems. Or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And make zero payments for 12 months. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. The Crimson and White Jerseys. Front court to the rack and the play. The sound of a buzzer beater. As the buzzer sounds. The roll tide chant from the crowd. Three. Count it. And he's fouled. It can only be Alabama basketball. Join the Alabama Crimson Tide right here. On your home for Alabama basketball. The Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. 
celebrate the new year at the Center of Hope Mule Drop on Murray County Square. The mule drops at midnight to the roar and bang of fireworks and confetti cannons. Before the drop, toast will be held at 9, 10, and 11 p.m. Email your New Year's wishes or your Good Riddance 2022 to c at org. That's ccims at centerofhopetn.org. The best will be read at the hourly toast. It all begins with family-friendly time at the Kids Zone and Petting Zoo from 6 to 10 p.m. This event is free. Center of Hope helps victims of violence, rape, and stalking. For more information or to donate, go to centerofhopetn.org. Live entertainment includes Rubik's Groove, Kith and Ken, Cade and Big Zoe, Addison Ennis, with a grand finale by Chief Smiley Ricks and the C-Town Specials. Thank you to our sponsors, Baxter Family Management, Foster Insurance, Family Advantage Credit Union, Experience Murray, and many others for making this all possible. Three dudes with a view. My name's Elk Kennedy. I am dude number three, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How are you? Good morning. It's beautiful outside, isn't it? Yes, it is. The sunshine. 31 degrees this morning. Heat wave, folks. Man, when it gets gray and dreary in January, I mean... I, not having light for a few days makes a big difference in everything. When that sun appears, it's like, oh, it's so nice, you know? That's why people need to leave their Christmas lights up outside until the epiphany, because it just keeps people a little bit happy and cheery and gives a little light to the gray and gloomy. That's my spiel for the day. I think Christmas Our Christmas day. stuff has been officially put up for the winter. I just think that's sad. That's transactional. That's not the celebration of the season. A lot of clutter, if you ask me. Uh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. There's I know. The Grinch. Well, not a Grinch. I'm just saying, you know, the tree takes up half the living room. So, you know. Oh, me. They, they got either people that let it hang around or people that put it up the I, day of. I, ca- I came home and it was gone. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I had nothing to oh, do. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, that you sounds like the man OCD. who was responsible for putting it up. <laughs> no. I'm taking it down. <laughs> Re-education camps are necessary. <laughs> all right. Between Christmas and New Year's, folks, I, let me tell you something. I don't do anything in January just as a matter of principle. I don't start an exercise program. I don't try to lose weight. I don't take up a new hobby. I don't drink on New Year's Eve. That's amateur night. It's just... It well, you're perfect, Delk. You don't have to improve anything. Although New Year's yeah. Eve is on a Saturday this year. Yes, well, that's true. You know, I'll be in bed by 8. <laughs> the, uh, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Do you have a... Well, I do... Well... There's, you know, there's superstitions that people do on New Year's Eve, you know. You know, I mean, people do the black eyed peas on New Year's Day with the dime in it and all that. Yep, yep, that's real. Or you hide money outside your house to bring it in on New Year's Day. All those special things. Hog jaw. Hog jaw, yeah. And the black eyed peas, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Well, you don't like hog jaw, Coach Mike? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too fired up about the peas, let alone the hog jaw mm-hmm. that goes with it. Oh Lord, I remember one year, you know, Delk, we don't have any black eyed peas. Oh well, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was not an acceptable answer. <laughs> I drove all over town and finally found, you know. Uh, I finally no black eyed peas anywhere and. Uh, finally found some down here at uh, what is it? Uh, the the on Carmack Boulevard. Superama. Well, it used to be Superama. Yeah. 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 I know exactly. But, yeah. You know, these, these are folks whose clientele is is a little more. In, uh, they're into soul food, and so they had black eyed peas, <laughs> and 
it was a good thing. <laughs> so, you know. That's what well, you, you need. Need to get a whipping, huh? If you've got a low-selling produce something, you wrap it in some sort of tradition or superstition, and you'll have a big sale, you know. Because people aren't buying turkeys any other time of the year than Thanksgiving, right? So... I don't know. So we just served, we served one for Christmas. Yes, well, that and that was good too. Yes, it was. Yeah, yes, it was. That was good. Really good. I, I, it, it, does anybody else have anything on their mind? Or the, I mean, I've, I've, I think there might be some uh, agreement among the left and the right. At least it doesn't seem to be like this is a partisan issue. Oh, there are partisan aspects to it. But uh, when this war in Ukraine started. You know, uh, the, the Russians had invaded them, and I didn't mind us sending, you know, sending them a little, some ammunition and a few cannon, maybe a tank or two, something like that. But we have now become full-fledged allies of Ukraine in this war with Russia. And first of all, I think it's extremely dangerous. I don't think that we have think about it folks how much national interest do we have in ukraine how many of your children or grandchildren do you want to die uh in ukraine if the nuclear you know if if russia today would be a joke if not for the fact that they've got intercontinental atomic ballistic missiles so how many of you in the united states want to risk nuclear armageddon uh over ukraine uh, we are now a full-fledged ally. We've even got troops, special forces, on the ground in Ukraine. We've got regular forces in neighboring countries training Ukrainians. Uh, this is wrong, and it's dangerous. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I can launch off on the Democrats because Joe Biden's the one who got us there. But I'll launch off on Mitch McConnell yes, first. thank you. Because, I mean, he gets on national television and says that the— the, the top priority. The top priority of Republican voters, as he sees it, is to assist Ukraine. This guy is living in a tunnel somewhere. <laughs> and that's why he has a 6% approval rating. Well, and he wants to bash Donald Trump and, all the yeah, time. And Donald Trump's and got a York, more, bigger why, approval rating well, than him. We are, this is why we are working so hard to get rid of the old Bush, Romney, yes. McCain, uh, warmonger faction of the Republican Party, the so-called neocons. Uh, they don't have a place in the Republican Party anymore and need to get the hell out. Well, let me let me say this. FTX, the... the, the and crypto, that includes Mitch McConnell. Yes, but FTX was the cryptocurrency thing. The U.S. government gave the Ukrainians money. Ukrainians gave a huge percentage of the money we gave them to FTX, which is this cryptocurrency thing that went belly up. And they, in turn, gave, were the top donors to Biden. They gave $40 million to other Democratic candidates as well as Mitch McConnell. This is all money laundering using the Ukraine to do this. So well, American- that's the time. And did you read the story over Christmas? A, a member of uh, the wife of a member of the Ukrainian parliament was caught uh, with two suitcases with $23 million in cash. Yes. In yes. Now, folks. That's our money. It's just, that, that's, that's our, our money. money. It is you our know, money. That's our money. I think, and, that, yes. And, Mr. York, I've tried to start this off, you know, by pointing out the fault of Republicans. But clearly the Biden administration is all in on this. And I am just befuddled uh, by the warmongering party that the Democratic Party has become. And, you know, when I grew up, they were the party of peace. Well, they hadn't, they hadn't, they hadn't said peace in 25 years. They would just attack anybody that moves, the Democrats. And uh, the, the problem that you and Debbie have is your view is not as wide as broad across the world as it should be. Well, Jim, you were just telling us that child labor nation. was okay. NATO, NATO is involved in trying to protect the democratic principles, and they're allowing Ukraine with a lot of support. So it's not just the United States. It's all the countries that's in NATO that are participating. They're no. training troops. They're no. providing weapons. No. We are probably no. providing more. No. Than, they are than, saying than that the NATO money company. of every other country in the world, all put together, still does not even equal 25% of what the United States has given. 
I said okay. we might be providing more, Debbie, but this than, is than insanity. Other countries, but we have more to offer. There was a more really weapons, great interest. More money, whatever. There was a journalist that did a, a he did an article that he had gone into the Ukraine, and when he touched down, he was told the Americans are in charge. They took his papers, and basically the Americans are – this is a pseudo-war between Russia and the U.S., and we're just putting a Ukraine face on it. Yeah, that's you true. Know, and because but, the uh, Democrats respond, have wanted this to, forever. To, to respond to Mr. York, though, uh, Mr. York, the, um, the countries of Eastern Europe do have a legitimate interest in Ukraine. Uh, they, they, the Ukraine, that would be Russians on their borders. That would be Russians – in Eastern Europe, uh, and so those countries have a legitimate, uh, an obvious interest in Ukraine, whereas we don't. Uh, well, we have an article between the, all those countries in the United Nations that if one is attacked, then we pro- try but, to support all of them. Ukraine is now, not Ukraine's a member. Ukraine's not in the it, United it Nations yet, yeah. but they are applying for United Nations status. Isn't well, it the, funny? I don't, they've been denied it in the past because they are so utterly corrupt. I and, think it's just funny you know, that that's there, being corrected. There is a phone call between I Trump and Zelensky well, that was recorded, and isn't it funny of all the phone calls in the world that something could happen there, that it was something between Trump and Ukraine. Well, well, one one thing that I do, I I am remiss about is the fact that we're sending all the support to Ukraine, but we have people in this country that could use that support also. Correct. We have people on the street, and we've had homeless problems. Yes, I agree. I would rather have another country. to help people who are staying on the street. Agreed. Absolutely Agreed. in agreement. Need- I would rather have butter than guns. That's right. And and go for our elder care. Oh, we'd or- like to see some Republicans vote for that, you know? Well, I would stop, too. we'll yeah. stop having 14,000 extra people a day come in at the border I'm- because we can't keep helping we got people that this, need help. This, this being the world's policeman, I'm I'm totally for defunding the American military anywhere that's not in the United States. George Washington warned about this. Yes, he did. He he, he, he clearly did. talked he about getting involved in foreign yes. affairs that we do not need to get involved in, and I couldn't agree more. He I said, mean, you well, you can't be an isolationist, though, Clayton. Well, we but we not, live in a world not isolationist. where it's, we have to band together. But now, no, non, do you but tell that to non-interventionists? Let's, let's get around to the Democrats' fault in this. Obviously. <laughs> this is done under the. This is all being done uh, under the orders of the commander in chief, and that's Joe Biden. Yeah, and uh, you know yep. to say Mitch McConnell is complicit, and he doesn't even know what his own party uh, is thinking or wants. Has no no idea what his own. He's party out of touch. Wants. He's out of touch, and so. But now the the Democrats have set this up. You ought, you ought to hear what I think the Putin or Putin's deputy was saying over the holidays. I mean, some crazy yes, stuff, people. Yes. Now, the Russians are paranoid by nature to begin with, and w- with just cause. I mean, they lost 20 million people in, in World War II. Yes. What, we lost, what, 250,000? Something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. And uh, they, are, they are a paranoid bunch of folks. And this, this Russian hoax thing, where the American media and the American uh, Democratic leadership were, have been wearing them out for five years, calling them everything but whatever you might a call Christian. them, saying that they're trying to undermine the United States. When it's all a hoax, they haven't been doing that at all. But folks, this and not all. So now, but what what all that Russia hoax did thing did is, uh, you know, make that uh, a substantial part of the American people believe that Russia is evil. When they're really just a joke, and um, just they're trying to protect their own interest, and paranoid, and scared of being invaded again, like France and and Germany did, and uh, well, we're part of the world community that tries to protect the, the sanctity of democracy as best we can. And but, there's no democracy here, Jim. In, in this, Ukraine, we're doing that. But this, yes, this, I wish it was different. I wish we could not. Do that. But the Ukrainians it, and the Russians have been called the bloodlands forever. Russia contends to be the bully in the world, then that goes further than uh, Ukraine. It goes to Finland. It goes to Europe. It goes to everybody. So they have to be be controlling what's going on or work toward resisting what Russia's doing. All right. Not sure I agree, but let's uh, I, I have to unpack that for a few minutes. And we're out of time. We'll see you tomorrow.